Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 18 of season 2 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 15. The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the ears of the wise seek it out. So as I begin episode 18 of season 2 of Hope and Coffee, I start here in Proverbs chapter 18 as today I am exploring knowledge. Now here in Proverbs, believed to be written by King Solomon, we are told an intelligent heart acquires knowledge. The ear of the wise seeks knowledge. I think it's safe to say that we can agree knowledge is a good thing. For example, when I set up my business, I did some research. But most importantly, I realised I had knowledge I could put to use from my previous job, having done several training courses throughout the years of being there. But of course, it applies to any business that is set up. You research and you obtain knowledge, because if you don't, it's likely the business will fail. Knowledge is so important. Without knowledge, we act in foolishness. We stumble in the dark and Proverbs is full of examples of the importance of knowledge. For example, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 10 says, for wisdom will come to your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. In Proverbs chapter 24 verse 5, it says a wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might. And yet again in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 14, it says, The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouths of fools feed on folly. Now, I could go on for ages quoting from Proverbs. In fact, it's safe to say that King Solomon puts a great deal of faith in the importance of knowledge. And he was known as a wise king. But is there such a thing as too much knowledge? Well, yes, I believe there is, because if we look back to Genesis, Adam and Eve were commanded not to eat from the tree of knowledge or the tree of life, depending on your translation. That fruit was God's knowledge. God is supposed to know it all. We're not. And as Stephen Furtick said once, I'm not supposed to know everything. God knows everything. And he was encouraging his congregation not to continually seek all the information on the current crisis in this pandemic because it will just overload your brain. You're not supposed to know it all. Sound advice. We can't necessarily do anything and more information isn't necessarily going to do us any good. Leave it in God's hands. Now, let's look at Hosea chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests, because you have ignored the law of your God. I will also ignore your children. The more priests there were, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glorious God for something disgraceful. So here in Hosea, we have God talking to the Israelites, his chosen people, and we all know how much they messed up. Anyway, God tells them here that as they rejected his knowledge, 
he will reject them. God then goes on to say, the more priests there were, the more the people sinned. I mean, it's not like God didn't give the Israelites plenty of chances. There were many priests preaching God's word, yet still they sinned. But God is nothing but fair and just. He is merciful to those who are true to him. You see, we have all the knowledge we need within the Bible. There are many churches we can attend to hear preachers, many online teachings in today's age. In fact, with the current circumstances, more and more people are using online resources to hear God's word or to talk about it. Much like Hope and Coffee is me sharing God's word with you and sharing what I feel God is saying to me. So there is no excuse. God's word is everywhere, bringing us knowledge and instruction. But it's down to us to seek God's knowledge and apply it to our lives. Of course, there is a catch. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 to 3. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Okay, so of course we all know 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 to 6 where it speaks about what love is and what love isn't. Yet how often do we pay attention to the rest? Because when we look at the start of Corinthians chapter 13, it speaks of how having or doing certain things without love is pointless. Now I'm focusing in, of course, on verse two. I just wanted the other two verses around it for context, because verse two especially says, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Yes, knowledge is important. And yes, too much knowledge can be a bad thing. Many suffer from mental illnesses from continually flooding their brains with unhelpful knowledge. But we need knowledge. Yet that knowledge must come with love. Now, I've talked about love being the thing that ties everything else together. But it is a tricky balance. You need knowledge and wisdom to balance love. Something I've not always been good at. In fact, there are times when I'm too quick to love without first seeking God in those circumstances. I don't seek the knowledge. So it's really important that we find balance, that we seek God, that we seek knowledge before acting. We need to make sure and confirm that what we are doing is righteous and godly. So let's now look at James chapter 1 verses 5 and 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, 
you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Now, if you are a regular listener to Hope and Coffee, and you're sitting there going, James chapter 1, verses 5 to 6, that sounds a little familiar. Well, you can be forgiven for thinking that, because I have used these verses in a previous episode of Hope and Coffee, but I want to use them again today because they are verses that are on my heart for various reasons. I don't always just take one meaning from scripture when I read it. Sometimes it has multiple meanings to me. And in this case, I'm obviously looking to verse five that says, if we lack wisdom, we should ask God. Now, it's funny how when we lack knowledge, we would rather not admit to it or ask someone about it. In fact, sometimes we go as far as to pretend we know. Maybe even just talking a load of nonsense to make it sound like we know what we're talking about. But to me, it's always seemed very simple. And especially when I was working in a store and I got asked loads of questions by customers and when I didn't know the answer I would first of all say I don't actually know and then I would go and seek out one of my colleagues who did know and I would get the information and knowledge I needed from them to help the customer or I would have my colleague come to us or go to them and stand there and listen whilst they explained to the customer so that if I was asked again, I then had that knowledge to answer that question for another customer. Now, sure, it was embarrassing sometimes. There are times when we're asked something and we feel like the answer is really obvious, like we should know it. But ultimately, if we don't know, we don't know. We shouldn't be afraid to ask. We shouldn't be afraid to better ourselves by getting the knowledge we lack. And the other thing with working in the store was that when customers came to me, there was a phrase that went before a question with some of the customers that went along the lines of, I know it's a silly question. Or maybe they would say, this may be a silly question. And my reply was always the same. There's no such thing as a silly question. You see, I knew that my job was to help the customers. And I was considered an expert in the area of the store I worked in. And I can't expect everyone who comes into the store to know the exact information to ask the right questions or how to complete their projects. So they come to me and that was my job. If they didn't come to me, I was just a glorified shelf stacker. That knowledge was useless 
unless I could share it and help others. And it brought me great pleasure to be able to make sure that my customers left happy, secure in the knowledge they've been given, and hopefully with the right products they needed. And it's the same thing with God. Except, <laughs> unlike me, God is the fountain of all knowledge. He knows it all. And God is our loving Heavenly Father. He wants us to turn to him for knowledge and for guidance. Now, I've mentioned on Hope and Coffee before that I am a father. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is amazing. She is a fantastic young lady. But when she doesn't know, she'll come and ask me. And if I don't know, then I tell her so. I say, I'm sorry, darling, I don't actually know that. But then I will try to find out for her and give her the information that she wants. Of course, God doesn't need to check with others. He already knows it. And that is the beauty of the relationship we have with God. But the point that I'm making remains that if you seek knowledge, then just ask. God doesn't want us to be afraid to ask. Now, I was asked last night at my life group meeting when we met on Zoom how I knew if something was from God. And the simple answer to that one is that I don't always know. Of course, I pray about it and I seek God's wisdom. I read my Bible and seek knowledge and check if it's scriptural. And then I step out in faith. And it's what I tell my friends, what I tell my Christian friends when they come to me, when they ask me how they know if something is from God, I ask them two questions. And these two questions were given to me by a spiritual mentor of mine many years ago when I asked him, how do I know this is from God? And this is what he asked me. One, is it in line with scripture? Two, would Jesus rebuke you or praise you? Now, if you can answer that it's in line with scripture and that Jesus would praise you, the chances are pretty good that it is from God. However, it doesn't necessarily mean it is from God. It could just mean that it comes from your heart. It comes from a place of love. But then that is just us fulfilling our role as Christians. Because the word Christian quite literally means little Christ. We are striving to be like Jesus. And Jesus loved. He acted out of love from his heart, from compassion. And if that's the place something is coming from, then it is spiritual. Not necessarily from God, but we are showing Christ-like qualities in what we do and say. And like I said, that was taught to me by a spiritual mentor many, 
years ago and it stuck with me it served me well whenever I find myself asking is this of God I ask myself these two questions is it in line with scripture would Jesus rebuke me or praise me and if I can answer honestly in my heart that it's in line with scripture and that Jesus would praise me if he was stood next to me and I acted or spoke in a certain way then I'm good to go but I'm also good to go because I know that even if it's not from God it comes from a place of love and compassion and I'm going to tie things up there now because I think that does tie things together really nicely that we need to seek knowledge and the best knowledge we have is God and going to him directly and scripture which is why those two questions are so important if you're trying to decide if something is from God or not and as I bring this to a close I'm going to leave you with a challenge as always and the challenge today is this seek more knowledge study more read your Bible more pray more speak to your Christian leaders to your ministers to your Christian friends take this time to grow because I have and it has been an incredible journey let us pray father God I just want to thank you that you are a loving father and that you want to share your knowledge and wisdom with us your children and that you want what is best for us and father God I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that when we have questions when we need knowledge and information and wisdom we would not be afraid to come to you our father in heaven that we would not be ashamed or embarrassed to approach you that we would approach you with boldness and ask our questions seek that knowledge because as Jesus himself said ask and you will receive you want to give your knowledge and your wisdom freely because you want what's best for us and you will always answer us maybe not always in the way we expect but you will always answer us so thank you in Jesus name Amen <laughs>